Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest I. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. Fires of hell 
judgment what will you say to jesus who will be the judge how will you answer him on that day will you be accepted or rejected by God. Oh, oh. So Today, souls will part as the 
the day my mother conceived, toils and hardships she's perceived. Right from the very day of birth, she worked hard to fill me with mirth. Rolling and kicking in her womb, I proceeded in the strangest mood. Laying me on her tender laps, she gave me kisses and gentle taps. Through my very troublesome childhood, she taught me much to prepare me for adulthood. And this thing she used to say, baby, never give the devil a ride, cause you'd always like to drive. She brought me up in the ways of the Lord. She made it fun, I never got bored. She'd always say, be the very best while you may. My tears and laughter in them she shared. I was simply amazed at how much she cared. I've always known that words can kill, but not her words. They sure did heal. Day by day, my thoughts I gather, and I always think of my mother. Among all mothers, she's the first. Oh yes, in her is the very best. So on this joyous, precious day, in the lovely month of May, as I sit and gaze at the clouds, I can't help but shout out loud, I'll forever love my mother, she's the greatest gift ever. that you speak to us may none under the sound of my voice leave you the same in the mighty name of Jesus shout a big amen as you sit on top of your enemies hallelujah um, how many of you remember that today is Mother's Day and um, today we want to appreciate our mothers. Hallelujah. It's not easy to be a mother. If you haven't been one before, you won't understand. Sometimes when the young ladies tell me of their experience, I tell them that that is why you must appreciate your mother. Hallelujah. But we want to say, God bless you to every mother. Your efforts are seen by God. Hallelujah. I wish the hand clap would be better to show that we truly appreciate our mothers. Hallelujah. And um, we choose to honor you today. And let you know that you are special. 
there are very few like you thank you for your time you know so sometimes when I come when, when my wife comes home she not only comes very late but when she comes she would enter the girls room and you see that she would be going in and out in and out I said, what, what are you doing? It's oh, their room, their room is not clean. And she will clear everybody out. Make sure that the rooms are clean before they return back to bed. She would make sure that every morning everybody you see you don't you don't have a right to enter your parents room if you have not had your quiet time no 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 you don't have a right when you enter the room the first question you are asked have you had your quiet time and i'm not the one speaking she's the one when she hears your voice have you had your quiet time you say no like, mm. when you hear mm. Anything you are about to say, you can't say it. You have to go and have your quiet time and then come back. You know, it's, um, it's beautiful. This is, this is what I see in my house. You know, and I know that you also have your story to tell. And um, all I want to say is that God bless, God bless you. The, the, the job that a mother does you cannot you cannot reward it enough yes you can't reward it enough i remember when i was a when i was a little boy is it and i remember one particular day i wasn't well and uh, my mother was not around i mean i cried and cried and cried and cried is it when i see my mother it's like the sickness begins to leave my body yeah and I remember I was lying outside on the mat. Then she came and she laid by me and held me. I can't forget that picture. Yeah, I can't forget that picture. You know, and um, I want to say God bless you. All oh, these wonderful mothers, grandmothers, God bless you. God, God knows the work you have done. And today, it is our choice to celebrate you every man in this house you need to be on your feet and give every woman a standing ovation as I give every woman here a standing ovation women relax we are we are clapping for you God bless you God bless you God bless you God bless you thank you very much you may take your seats so we appreciate you. We're going to cut a cake for you, but they said COVID. I don't know why they said COVID, but me, I don't mind. I don't know. I, would, I don't mind. If they had meant it to me earlier, I would have thrown the COVID away. Yes, but I'm sure that in due, in due course, we'll do what is right. So thank you very much. Put your hands together once again for mothers. Sometimes what they do, 
I feel that they carry a grace we don't have. Yes. They carry a grace we don't have. Because I wonder how they go through all they go through. I mean, it's, it's just beautiful. And um, that is why we love you and we are attracted when we see you. Oh, also, am I saying something? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So if you're a husband, please give your wife a lot of kisses today for me. If you are a husband, please. I don't know why the spark nights are uh, excited. Who are you going to give kisses? Eh? Today we have to monitor you. We really have to monitor you. Eh? Spark nuts. You are, you are going to give kisses. Hey. I mean, you were the loudest. I was talking to husbands. Yes. Hallelujah. Okay. So, let's, let's move on. So, we've been talking about why you must be a soul winner. Okay. Why you must be a soul winner. Um, what I wanted to know is that in this church, in this church, um, without apology, okay, we really value what our father says, okay? We value it. We treasure our father. We believe in his wisdom. We know that God has given us a great father, okay, by all standards. I don't know what criteria you have, you know, but any criteria you bring, I'm sure that this, our father, he would break the scale. Hallelujah. So, so our father has spoken. So, I am back on track. You understand me? I'm back on track. Let the church say amen. <laughs> I'm, back, I'm back on track. So we are going to do why you must be a soul winner. Okay? And um, just believe that God has blessed you with the best father you have, you can ever have. Yes. The best you can ever have. God has blessed us with it. And I am proud. You see, the reason, why, the reason why we talk about the fact that you should receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior is that you, see, you must know Jesus for yourself. You know, you must have a personal relationship with him. Your relationship with Jesus must, more, must not be dependent on somebody else's relationship. Do you understand? It must be, it must be because you know, you have had the experience yourself with him. Did you get it? Uh -huh. That's what we call personal, personal. Eh? Your Lord and personal savior. When, when, when you are in your room, you don't need me to come and convince you before you, you talk to him. You, you, you know him personally. 
You, you get it? Yes. And, and I, I have experienced Bishop Doug personally. You know, I don't know about anything that anybody can say, but I used to be a Oblitiagbo guy. Do you know Oblitiagbo? Oh. Uh, Bonyo Party. You know Bonyo Party? Uh, Bonyo Party. You understand it? Yes. Funerals in the evening. Where I come from, where I come from after the burial in the evening, they sit down, they eat, they play songs, loudspeakers, and people outside dance and all that. When somebody's dead. Yes. So, you don't need to invite us. We will go. Yes. All the invitation we need is the sound. That we hear sound from somewhere. We will try and track where the sound is coming from. Do you understand? And whether you have invited us or not, it doesn't matter. You made a mistake by playing the song. So, we are there. Yes. That was the kind of useless life I was, I was in. Before I met my father. Yes. Some of the people I used to do that with, some have gone mad, others have died, others are driver's mates. I mean, some of them, when they see me, they hide. They say, why are you hiding? You know, but meeting, meeting my father, it is not, it is not what you say, it is what I have experienced. It's personal. I've experienced it. Yeah. Since I started following him, he led me to Jesus from that day to today. I've never been the same again. Yeah. I cannot, in my wildest imagination, point my left finger at this man. You know, you understand what it means? Yes. Like they say, you don't point your left finger to your house. You don't do that. Yeah. There's no way. God has blessed us with a beautiful gift. You know, so as we celebrate his birthday on the 14th, it's Thursday, isn't it? Thursday is 14th. Yeah. I want everybody to do it well. And what he says is that the way to celebrate him, okay, is to win a soul. Yes. If you are appreciative, you, are, you, are, you appreciate God for his life, the way to show your appreciation is that you win a soul. Yes. It's worth more than a million dollars. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage every one of us that this coming Thursday is our great father's birthday. You know, and we are thanking God and blessing him for that day that he gave us they give the world this very anointed servant. Okay? So to say thank you to God, we want to talk to somebody, we want to invite somebody, we want to minister to somebody, you know, we want to give somebody some light and bring them to church next week Sunday. Hallelujah. So next week Sunday, we are all celebrating our Father's birthday together next week Sunday. Okay? And the celebration is done by your invitation. Okay, if you don't invite somebody, you don't bring somebody, you don't win a soul, it means that you are not celebrating your father. You are not appreciative of what God has done for us. Hallelujah. So this is how we are going to celebrate 
And then I told you the other time, there's a second one that I can't say. You all know it. You, you know it. You know the second one we can't say, yes. It's not what you are thinking. I know that some of you who are watching today say, hey, what are they thinking? They are it's not, you, can, you can think what you want anyway. But we all, we, we know we are going to do something to celebrate our Father apart from the souls that we are going to bring. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give you one more reason why you should make sure that next week Sunday, you don't come to church alone. Don't come to church with somebody who goes to Pentecost. Do you understand? Yes, who is already born again. That's not what we are talking about. I want you to come to church with an unbeliever. Hallelujah. Yes, come to church. Go and look for some Oblitiagbo guy and bring the person to church. Oh, go and look for some prostitute somewhere. Bring them to church. Go and look for some drunkard somewhere and bring them to church. Next week, go and look for some what? Kobolo. Kobolo. Uh, who are they? Okay, you know Kobolo. Please go and look for them and bring them to church. Are you understanding that? Yes. I want everybody here to make it a point to do that. Okay? That is why I am going to give you one more reason why or a few other I don't know it can be one or two or three or whatever I, you know, or it can even be half depending on how it goes okay so make sure that you do that and let's let's celebrate our father in a grand style in a grand style when I heard that I just wondered to myself that I mean it is the first time I'm actually hearing that that if you want to celebrate me the best way to celebrate me is to win a soul. Recently, in one of the videos that we posted, uh, you know, he was talking about the best way to celebrate me is to attempt great things for God, isn't it? Yes. And winning a soul is attempting great things, something great for God. Hallelujah. I don't like your hand clap. Your hand clap must be like orchestra. Put them together. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That, that makes him unique, different, amazing, special. Oh, yes. Very, he's the only one I've heard that. Maybe the others, I don't know, but what I have heard, the only person who has said that. My birthday, you should win a soul. Yes. They are pastors, uh, pastoral appointments. They are ordinations. I mean, something that relates to the work of God. That is how to celebrate me. I mean, what a better way. Ah, what a unique man. What a gift. Hallelujah. You don't understand it. You don't agree with me. It's your problem. <laughs> it is your problem. Hallelujah. So we love him and cherish him and we are all going to do that. Say amen. Okay, now, you see, the reason why you must, before I give you the, this is an introduction, before I give you the main reason. Uh, the introduction is in the Matthew chapter 11. Look at Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter number 11. Wow. Matthew chapter 11. The reason why you must be Someone who introduces Jesus to people. 
Hmm? Why you must be described as somebody who introduces Jesus to others. I'm going to show you why you must. Watch this. Give me verse 11. Matthew 11 verse 11. Look at what it says. It says that, Verily I say unto you, Among them that are born of women, there had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. (laughs) I know you are wondering, where is this man going with this? (laughs) Among them them that are born of women, hmm, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. It means that all the people who have been given birth to by women, who else gives birth? <laughs> Among or anybody who is alive, there is none that is as great or there's none that has come up who has become greater than John the Baptist. No. Very great. Very mighty in the eyes of God. Yeah, this is Jesus speaking. If you have a good Bible, this is in red. Mama J, is it in red? Is it in red? It's in red. Yeah, so that's the words of Jesus. Jesus is speaking. And he's talking about John. This is not Peter speaking. This is not Paul speaking. This is Jesus himself speaking. And Jesus is talking about John. And he's saying that John is the greatest among among the people who have been given birth to by women. Yeah. You know, and I've told you before that the weight of a man's word is dependent on who the person is. Who is speaking. So for Jesus to say that, that among the people who have been given birth to by women, none has risen eh, that has become greater than John the Baptist. You must, you must look at it twice. Yeah. Now, when you look at the people who have been given birth to, the people who are like, we have mighty people. People who have done great things. For example, we have somebody like Moses. Moses was used by God to do amazing things in the land of Egypt. Amazing. Hey, that guy would throw down whatever uh, uh, stuff and it would turn into a snake. Have you done some before? He would turn every water, every, every river in the land of Egypt into blood. Moses. Everywhere in the country will be filled with frogs. Moses. To crown it all, this man, I can't hear the keyboard. This man... was leading the people out of Egypt. Then he gets to the Red Sea and the people had changed their mind. The people who said they could go, 
they have now changed their mind and said, let us recapture them and enslave them. So they are now coming from behind. Now in front of them is the Red Sea. On their sides are wilderness. Where are they turning? Then God through the hand of Moses uh, told Moses to point the staff to the sea. And when Moses did, the Red Sea parted into two. And there were, there were walls of water on the left and on the right. As the people of God walked through. Amazing. It reminds me of another man called Samson. Samson. Samson, a mortal like you. But at times, the Spirit of God comes upon him. And this guy can carry the gate of a city on his two shoulders and climb a mountain with it. What kind of human being is this? What kind of human being? This is the man who will meet, will meet a lion and a bear and will fight and kill them. He will take the jawbone of an ass and he will slay 1,000 people. One man. One man. I am wondering why Christ was saying that John the Baptist is greater than these ones because they were also born. Were they not born? They were born. <laughs> they were born. Amazing miracle. Hi. Not to talk about Ezekiel. How he prophesied as he was commanded. And, and, and dead, dead bones. Dry bones. In the valley. Began to find themselves. Can you imagine? So if your bones, one is under. And one is at the top, and one is at the side. They, they, they began to find themselves. And they came together. And there was flesh. I mean, can, can you imagine that? Was Ezekiel not born? But Jesus was saying, that verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Not one. Why? Why? These people haven't they done great things? Look at Paul. When he went to Syria, I mean, he was entering the, he was entering the temple, and he met a gentleman sitting at the entrance of the temple, begging for money. Then he looked at him, and then the Bible said that he saw that the man had faith to be healed. And then he said that silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I to thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And then the guy zoom jumped up. The Bible said that his knees and ankles received strength. And the guy began to jump and to scream and to celebrate. And the people looked on them. <laughs> the Paul said, Why do you look on us? As if by our own holiness. Have we done this? Say, man. 
great men, great men. Yet, Jesus was saying that no one born of a woman has ever risen to be greater than John the Baptist. What did John the Baptist do? That's what you have to ask yourself. What did he do? What did he do that made him great? What did he do that made Jesus view him as great? How come Jesus sidelined all these mighty people who have done mighty things? How come he sidelined all of them and, and identified John the Baptist as great? None greater than him. None greater than him. I don't know if my English is correct. There had not risen. There had not risen. There had not risen. There had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. No. Why? Why? The answer is very simple. The answer is this. Because John the Baptist was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. Let me explain it. John the Baptist John the Baptist did not come to introduce miracles. No. John the Baptist came to introduce the worker of miracles. <laughs> others came to do miracles. Others came to introduce others to miracles. But John the Baptist did not introduce anybody to miracles. He came to introduce the owner of miracles to others. So that others will own the owner of miracles. <laughs> that when he gives you Jesus, not a miracle, oh, because he gives you a miracle today, you need another miracle tomorrow. You need another miracle next week and next year. But John the Baptist came to give you Jesus, the owner, the commander of miracles, so that when you own Jesus, you own all the miracles that you would ever need, you would ever want in this world. This is what makes John the Baptist greatest. The greatest. Than anyone born of a woman. Greatest. Greatest. He came to introduce Jesus. They asked him, Are you the. What are you? Who are you? Then he told them point blank that. As for the Christ, I am not. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I am not. I am rather the voice of the one that is crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. I am the voice of that one. 
I have come to prepare the way of the owner of miracles. I have come to prepare the way of the doer of miracles. I have come, I have come to prepare the way of the commander of miracles, the one who owns miracles. I have come to prepare the way. And as I prepare the way for him to come to you, as you own him, as he comes into your life, from today, you will not need it because you own the miracle worker. So you see, when you become an introducer of Jesus to others, uh, you become more relevant and more important in the estimation of God than even a miracle worker. Yes. Yeah. You become more precious, more valuable. Then I understood the kind of value that God places on evangelists. I understood it. Yeah. I understood it. Recently, one of the one of the prophets in the country was talking about Bishop Dark. And he said that he said that Sa Papa he said God showed him the, the mansion of this man in heaven it was not small it was mighty yeah. that's what he said you can go and watch it that's what he said I now understand why God puts the value he puts on evangelists You, you don't value it. You think that it is better to become a miracle worker. And everybody is thronging you. Everybody is, is following your hand. Then you feel important. No, you see, in the, in the estimation of God, an introducer of Jesus to another life eh, is deemed greater than any other thing any other thing. Last week I was in the I was in Sunyani. I went to the Bron, the Bono region to check on our things. Then as I was eating in one, or one restaurant a lady walked to me. When I entered she walked to me. I said they like mata. Because when you meet me, you will hear what I want to tell you. You listen to it. With a very nice smile. Then I told her, I said that I don't want my smile to you to be fake. I don't want it to be fake. So I asked her, Do you know Jesus? Does it live in your heart? Do you believe he was born? Do you believe he died? Do you believe that your sins can be forgiven by the blood that flows from his side? Do you believe that his love can reach you wherever you are? Do you believe it? 
I told her that, listen, I don't want this. As you are smiling, I have to smile back. I don't want my smile to be fake. Because if I smile with you, and I don't know if you are making it to heaven, then the smile is fake. I said, no. First of all, is Jesus in your heart? Are you going to heaven? Do you believe that he died for your sins? Do you believe it? Everything I said, she said yes. Said yes. Then she told me where she fellowships. I said, listen, it's good, but we've got to continue because we must meet in heaven, not only in the restaurant. We must meet at a better place. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. We must meet at a better place. And this is what makes you to be seen by God like John the Baptist. They had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Why? Because he was an introducer. He ushered them. He said, this man was preferred before me. I am not even worthy to unless his shoes. I'm not worthy. He must increase. I must decrease. This is the Christ. And his disciples turned and followed Christ. <laughs> they followed him. He introduced Jesus. They thought that he was a competitor. So they came and said, that, ah, look, the guy who came here to be baptized, go and look, the people are following him and all that. Look. Then they say, hey, Master, hey, you may not know. But that man is preferred to me. He is preferred. Yes. I'm not even qualified to unlace his shoes. I, I'm not qualified to unlace his shoes. He must increase whilst I decrease. Yeah, it's not unfair. It is fair. He's the Christ. He's the Messiah. And the disciples turn. Jesus. That's John. This is what makes John greater. This is what makes John greater. Coming Sunday, I want you, I want you to join the class of John. Yes. I want you to join the class of John by introducing the Savior to someone point the Savior to them. He is the Messiah. He's the Messiah. He's the one who shed his blood on the cross for the, re for the redemption of mankind. For the cleansing of our sins. Introduce someone to this Savior. And that puts you in the class of John the Baptist. Hallelujah. My message is very simple. Do you understand it? Yes. God wants you to join that class. Introduce Jesus. He was the forerunner of Jesus. And there was no man born of a woman that ever rose to become greater than he.
John the Baptist. Hallelujah. This is why you must not rest this week. This week, no. If you rest, you are doing something wrong. This is the week. Eh? As we celebrate our general. Eh? Our general, his heartbeat is the heartbeat of God. What concerns God is what concerns him. Because what concerns God is seen in sending his son Jesus to come and die. If you can win one soul, at least one soul, and bring one soul to come and sit by you in church, next week we would have celebrated this general very well. Very well. Hallelujah. Are you here? You sang a beautiful song. Which one is it? They say souls are parted. Souls have parted to eternity. Souls are parting as we live today. And souls will part as the days go by. Then what? The cross. When it is your turn to die, where will you go? Where will you be in heaven or in hell? Oh, maybe you should come. Maybe you should get, get on get on board. Get on board. Get on board. Listen, this is the time that you have to forget about your challenges. Eh? Forget about your challenges and take on what concerns God. Yes. That neighbor by you. You don't, you don't know his state. Whether the person is going to heaven or hell, you are not sure. You don't know. But you don't care. You don't make any move. You assume that the person, what if your assumption is wrong? So why don't you even make an attempt, make the effort and introduce Jesus to them and let them say that, hey, I am born again. You make the effort. Because this is something we cannot afford to get it wrong. We can't. It's too expensive. It's, it's too expensive. As I'm preaching, eh? as I'm preaching now, as I'm preaching now, let me tell you how many people have just died. As I'm preaching now. Or oh, you don't like such things. I want to tell you how many people just died. As I am preaching and telling you that you should try. And it says that you must be a soul winner because about 6,000 people died in the last hour. Some of you have been here for at least one hour you have been here. Yes. In the last hour, 6,000 people died. In the last hour. 6,000 human beings died. In the last hour. <laughs> Some people said that. They said that <laughs> we, should, we shouldn't preach from the Bible. We should preach from books. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> That's your. You can believe anything you want to believe. Yesterday at the, at the wedding, how many, how many offerings did you take? But how many offerings did you take? Three offerings. You took three offerings. One offering. 
and the offering you gave it to our treasurer to put it in the bank did they give it to you they don't believe you stand up and tell them they gave everything to you they gave everything to you at the wedding eh? everything was given to you nothing was taken to the church they give it to you so that you can you can try and impress this one yeah is it nice that your husband would take money and give it's nice it's beautiful yeah yeah and, and we helped him to do that for the first time in his life as a husband at least yes you see then i had some people saying that we take three offerings the church takes two and gives one to the couple yes Yes. That is one of our sins. That's one of the things. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you. You see, don't mind me. See, this guy is a gamma, so it's like madness. Hey, I'm not the firm. Come and pass inside. <laughs> Yeah, they are so funny. Yes, they are so funny. You are looking for you are looking for something. You are looking for something to bring the church down. You are looking for something. Yeah, which doesn't exist. You create it. When you are coming to receive communion, how much do you pay? Uh, please, how many of you pay when you are receiving communion? Huh? You pay money. Yes. I hear we charge one Ghana city. Yes. When we are receiving community. Yeah, yeah. Who collects the money? I'm wondering. Yes. That's our charge. That's our charge. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> See, I've been in this church for 28 years. <laughs> Not once have I paid a dime. <laughs> this is what they are saying about your church. But you are here. Yes. You have had the experience. Do you get it? Yes. So when they speak, it's up to you. <laughs> I loved in capital letters. <laughs> Listen. To attempt to destroy the church is to attempt to break down the pyramids of Egypt with a tag hammer. Eh? Do you know the pyramid of Egypt? Yeah. The Braloons are agreeing with us. Yeah. You, you see the pyramid of Egypt and you want to use a tagam, carpenter's hammer. You want to bring down the pyramid of Egypt with a, a hammer. Yes. The doctors will be concerned. They will be concerned. 
They'll call the psychiatrist. They'll be concerned. Asalem, Dr. Asari. He has to take care of you. It's something you must never try. God builds his church. If his church is wrong, leave it to him. He will correct it. He knows how to correct it. No man, no president, I'm telling you, no MP, nobody, no journalist, nobody can correct the church. God can correct. It is his institution. He will correct it. If there's something wrong, if there's something wrong. Don't try it. It's not for you. It's not for you. Okay? Yes! What is the song? Those have to eternity. So wait. Souls have parted. One hour ago, an hour ago, 6,000 people died. As you are sitting here, one hour, 6,000 people died. Sing it. Souls have parted. They've started dying the second hour. As we live today, souls will part. As the days go by, when it's your turn to die, where will you go? Where will you be? Heaven or hell? So, this 6,000 souls. 6,000 souls who died in the last hour. Where did they go? You are not concerned. Your concern is your job. Your concern is your business. Your concern is your marriage. Your concern is the child you want to have. You are not caring and you are not bothered by where they go, whether they go to heaven. They say, when it is your turn to die, where will you go? Where will you be in heaven or hell? So when it is their turn to die, they have died. Where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? 6,000 people just died. An hour ago, 6,000 people died. 6,000. 6,000 people died. Then, hmm. Then 143,000 people died or would die in the next 24 hours. 143,000 people. Yesterday to today. Yesterday. Yesterday at 12. Eh, to today at 12. 143 people have died. 143 people. 143,000 people have died. Where did they go? Where did they go? Give me the solos. When a man forgets about the Lord his God, mm. he will live as though there's no eternity. But there's another life after this life. What will you say when you find out it's real? What would you say? What would you say? What will you do if you end up in hell? Listen. So, the 100 
143,000 people who died in the past 24 hours. How many of them did you meet? And what did you tell them? How many? The people just keep dropping. They keep dropping. They keep dropping. They keep dropping. Do you know 143,000? 143,000 people die. They die in 24 hours. Every 24 hours, 143 people will die. Every hour, 6,000 people will die. So as you are sitting in your house, eating your kinky and fish, people are dying. They are dying and they are going to hell. Huh? As you are washing down, people are dying. As you are driving to church, people are dying. As you are sitting in the car, you are boarding a car to church, people are dying. And it doesn't move us. It doesn't move. What is the second stanza? Heaven or hell, which one will be your home forever? It is my prayer that you end up in heaven. Eternity is a place of no return. Oh. No more chances to turn from your sin. No, it's gone forever. No more chances. Imagine that in the next one week, one million people will die. Yes, in the next one week, today is Sunday. By the time we are coming here next week, Sunday, one, one million people would have died in one week. What are you doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Seeking it said that eternity is what is the place of no return. No, sing it. Eternity is a place of no return. No return. No more chances to turn from your sin. No more chances. It means that it means that there is no opportunity. When you enter there, you cannot turn back. You cannot go and witness Christ to somebody who has died already and gone to hell. You can't. The only chance we have is this life. From now to next week, one million people are supposed to die. One million. How many of them would you bring to Christ? How many of them would you tell them about Jesus? How many? How many? Instead of the church concentrating on this, some unfortunate people are distracting the church. Yeah. As we are fighting on Facebook, and we are fighting here, and we are fighting there. One week, one million people die. One million and Christians are fighting. When souls are perishing. How many of this one million will go to heaven? How many? How many? Of this one million will go to heaven. How many of them? <laughs> How many? I'd rather sacrifice my life. Eh? I'd 
I'd rather sacrifice my life. I will. I'll sacrifice my life. I'll sacrifice my salary. I'll sacrifice whatever I have. If I can, I can save some of these one million people. just one of them is worth more than my whole life salary one the value of one <laughs> what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul one soul saved one soul saved is worth more than my salary for life for life for life if I would dash my salary for life for a soul to be saved Abba, it's worth more than that it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> One day I spoke to my wife. I said, what are you doing this? Why are you doing this? I said, I'm thinking about myself. I said, I'm thinking about myself. I said, wow. A Christian woman. I'm thinking about myself. Mr. Pastor, I'm thinking about myself. Leave me alone. I'm thinking about myself. This is what Christianity has come to. As you are thinking about yourself and you are fighting with your husband and we are saying stop and you are not stopping. The energy you are using to fight your husband, why don't you channel that energy and talk to a soul? <laughs> talk to a soul. Why don't you? Why don't you give that energy to a soul so that this, this, this one million people who are dying in a week, at least some will be saved. Why not? So I'm thinking about myself. I'm thinking about myself. One, one week. One week. Yeah. One million people will have gone out of this world into heaven or hell. Hmm. and would never have the chance to change their situation. Never. Never. When they die, it's over. Yesterday, we buried one of our people in the Inshira service. That's it. Yeah. I hear for his life. Eh? He has been higher. He has been champion of the world. And two and a half years ago, God saved him. And he started coming to church. And he became serious. Became serious. Started bringing people to church bringing people to church two and a half years later he died we buried him last week i mean yesterday yeah we buried him yesterday yeah and i have the confidence that he's with the father yeah. Yeah. they are going what are we doing they are fighting aren't we we want to correct what cannot be corrected we want to correct what we lack the ability to correct. We want to correct it. Huh? What's the next stanza? I'm closing. My time is up. There are many funerals in town today. Hey! The people are weeping and wailing, wailing, wailing. The people we are crying for, is far away. they are gone far away. In or in but we don't know how they are in heaven or they are in hell. He may be perishing in the fires of hell. Hey, one million of them all. Is appointed to man was to die. Oh yeah. yeah. 
not be outreach. What will you say to Jesus who be the judge? How will you answer him on that day? Will you be accepted or rejected by God? You see, this song was composed by Bishop Dagiwan Mills. This, this, this lyrics you are hearing, this was written by Bishop Dagiwan Mills. The original one was made, but then he has, enhan he has enhanced it, this remix. Yes, he has done remix. And he has brought all this. this. These are questions everybody must be asking. Everybody must be asking. I'm closing. My time is up. You must be a soul now because 35 people died today having lived their entire life on this planet and never once heard the name Jesus. Today. You must be a soul winner because 35 people died today having lived their entire lives on, on this planet and never once had the name Jesus. Never once had the name Jesus. 35,000. Listen. There's no better way to celebrate next week. Thursday. Them. everybody don't forget this message don't forget this message I know there are massive outreach programs in every center if for some reason you don't belong to any bus center or any center listen you cannot afford to be out of this everybody unless you are fake because you see the fruit you bear tells the kind of tree that you are not what you look like no your fruit is what the if i pluck mango it doesn't matter if the tree looks like orange it's a mango tree because you cannot bring forth fruit of another tree so the fruit is actually what shows what tree you are when there are no souls from you, could it be that you are not born again? Could it be that even you, you need salvation? Yeah. Your personal experience with Jesus, you need to share it with somebody. Share it with a friend. Get somebody and draw the person to God. And let by doing that, eh, join the class of John the Baptist who is viewed by God as the greatest among all that were born of men, of, of women, all born of women. What's the last stanza? Oh, my brother, it's important that you pay attention when your life's journey comes to an end. Will you be escorted through the Oh, oh. Or will you be ushered to the gates of hell to join those weeping and gnashing their teeth? Sing it again, my brother. Oh, my brother, it's 
it's important that you pay attention. Pay attention, let them pay when attention. One day this life journey will come to an end. One day. Through the gates of heaven. Where will you be taken? Or will you be ushered Where? through the gates of heaven? Hey, the people you are passing to by, where join will they those go? weeping and gnashing their teeth. Hell is full of people who are just like you. They had the chance to be saved and to be changed. But they made light of it. They mocked and scorned the word of God. I don't need God. I can make it on my own. The foolish man says the there's foolish no foolish man, he says there's no God. Let's sing the chorus together. So Stand to your feet with me. Stand to your feet with me. You know, you know, the reason why these books are written is to be able to help to help believers. Because if everybody can read the Bible and understand it. There's no use of God giving gifts such as a teacher. When he ascended, he gave gifts to men. He gave the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the, the evangelist, the teacher, and the pastor. Gave Because it is not everybody. I've told you before, the Ethiopian eunuch, he was reading the Bible, he, did, he couldn't understand. It took Philip to go and explain to him what, what he was reading, what it meant. It took Philip. So it's not everybody who can understand. And God knew that. So God gave the gift of a teacher to men to help understand the scripture. That is why there are books like this. So that you can understand. Yeah. And there's another green book, How to Preach Salvation. If you don't know what to say, go and get that book. Yes. And the teacher, the one with the teaching gift will help you understand what to say. 
so that this 35,000 people who die every day without having heard the name Jesus once this 143,000 people who die eh, in 24 hours 1 million people who die every week every 7 days when they meet you they will not get to the place where there is no chance there's no chance to do what to turn from this there is no chance to turn from your sins there is no chance to do what is right there's no chance when you die it is over 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 so the person you are looking at and staring at him and you are not sure whether the person is saved or not and yet you are not saying anything are you a wicked man because if the guy dies today he goes to a place that he cannot turn away forever forever it's finished so even if you are not sure please just ask do you have Jesus in your heart? I've, I've given you all the clue. Do you have Jesus in your heart? You say it and let them say that you are, you are, you are mad, you are stupid. Something, it's okay. It's better than you are sure. If the person is correct, the person will not insult you. If the person is not correct, the person will insult you. When they insult you, pray for them. Pray for them. Important, yeah. it's more important. What is the use of you having um, having peace in your marriage, and then everybody around you dies and go to hell? How long would your peace la last? Your peace will last as long as you live together as husband and wife. Finish. Eh? So if this marriage stops you people from advancing the cause of Christ, it's a mistake. Yes, it's a mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. Oh, Jesus, help us. Lift up your two hands. You want to talk to God? Say, hey, Father, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me, Lord. You see, every day I need you to pray this prayer. Help me. Prayer for help. Jesus, help, help me. me, Father. Help, help me, Jesus. Let's be able to see if it is a lack of confidence. Give, Father, me confidence. give me confidence. Whatever it takes. Give me boldness. To be, to be able to minister to somebody. Give me to confidence. tell somebody about Jesus. To introduce Jesus to somebody. Please help me. Help, help us. me. Open your mouth and help us. Lord. Help, Lord. Hey. Help, Lord. Give us Pray. the confidence. Pray. Father, we plead for your help. Doctor God. Help, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Doctor Him. Help, Lord. Doctor Him. Help us, Lord. 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 Help us, Lord.
boldness, oh, confidence. Jesus, help us. Help us. Where will you be? Heaven or hell? Listen. I want you to pray. But Father, if there's any particular person you know, mention the person's name. If you don't know, tell God that Father, help me. The people around me who are not saved, who are heading to hell. Father, let our paths cross. May I meet them. May our paths cross. Father, may I meet them. May I meet them. To talk to them, Father. Anybody, anybody, anybody you are sanctioning to have eternal life Father bring them my way bring them my way in the name of Jesus pray this last prayer Father bring them my way all that has appointed unto me Father bring them my way Father bring them my way bring them my way Lord and give me the strength to preach to them bring them my way and give me the grace to speak to them Lead them to away in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, lead me to the Lord. Lead me to the presence of the way. Lead me to the strength. You have prayed so much. Give us the grace. I am cocaine. Bring them to me. Rapa de Belebosha. We part of the Ande. Bring them my way. With the grace. The grace to speak to them. To speak to them. Bring them my way. estimation of someone who introduces Jesus your son who died on the cross and shed his blood to others this is the reason for the church this is the reason you sent Jesus that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life which is more valuable than money, which is more valuable than marriage, which is more valuable than salary, is more valuable, Father, than any property in the world. You sent Jesus to die on that cross 
I pray in the name of Jesus father you would help us to walk in this mission of the church I pray that our hearts will be filled with the burden to see one more soul saved. Fill our hearts, God, with this burden. As we see people walking up and down, going up and down, bypassing us, as we move, as we see them, oh Father, let our hearts beat, oh God, as your heart beats. And the question you are asking, where will these ones go when they die? Every one hour, 6,000 people die. Every 24 hours, 143,000 people die. Every one week, 1 million people die. A minimum of 1 million people die. Father, may the expansion in hell be brought to an end with the expansion exercise take place in heaven if nobody would do it father this is greater love church this is greater love denomination use us father use us if no one would do it father this is why you sent your son Jesus you sent your son Jesus not to bring us healing the primary reason is that nobody should die and go to hell. Use us, oh God. Use us. Even if it means we will never experience any miracle in our lives. Father, let this be at least one thing that will be done in our lives. That another soul perishing, going to hell, will find their way into heaven. Use us, Father. Use us mighty name of Jesus and as every head is bowed and every eye closed you are here this afternoon maybe somebody invited you somebody put you in a bus and brought you to church or you were looking for a church and somewhere somehow you found yourself here but you know deep down in your heart that you are not born again listen it is believing in Jesus and confessing him as Lord and Savior that grants you eternal life you are here like that you want to say that pastor please pray with me I want to surrender this life to Jesus if you are here wherever you are standing I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are standing I need to see your right hand I'm going to pray with you he said pastor please pray with me I don't want to die and go to hell Jesus has died it is faith in the in the work Jesus came to do dying on the cross shedding his blood is faith in it that gives you eternal life today you want to say that pray with me I need Jesus let your hand go up I can see your hand all over this place let your hand go up and I'm going to pray with you Jesus will become the Lord of your life if you have lifted up your right hand wherever you are standing I need you to walk from that place to me in the front walk from your place with your hands lifted walk from wherever you are and I need you to come all the way here
Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus, my Savior, loves you. He loves you. He loves you. You are precious to him. It doesn't matter your age. You are precious to him. You are precious. If you were the only person in the world, he still would have died. It would have, it would have been worth sharing his, shedding his blood on the cross for your sins. I want to say this prayer after me, those of you in front. I want everybody to join us in this prayer. A miracle is about to happen. A miracle of eternal life. Yes. A miracle of eternal life. Yes. It's about to happen. Yes. I want everybody to say, say it. Heavenly Father. Heavenly, Heavenly Father. Father. Everybody, I want you to say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I believe. I believe. With all my heart. With all my heart. The word. The word. I have heard. I have heard. That Jesus. That Jesus. That Jesus. That Jesus. Came into the world. Came into the world. He died. He died. On the cross. On the cross. Shed his blood. Shed his blood. Because of my sins. Because of my sins. To wash away. To wash away. All my sins. All my sins. Today. Today. This afternoon. This afternoon, I surrender. I surrender my life, my life to Jesus. To Jesus. Today, today, I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Savior, as my Redeemer, as my Redeemer. From today, from today, I confess. I confess. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I confess. I confess. I belong to God. I belong to God. From today, from today, my name. My name is written is written in the book of life in the, in the book, book of life say father father i thank you i thank you i thank you i thank you for saving me for saving me i thank you i thank you for washing away for washing away all my sins all my sins by the blood by the blood of jesus of jesus say satan satan i want you to listen to me i want you to listen very carefully very from today from today from this minute from this minute from this moment from this moment i will not serve you again i will not serve you again from this moment from this moment you are no longer my master you are no longer my master because jesus because jesus today 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 set me free has set me free and from today and from today i am free i am free from you from you thank you jesus thank you jesus for saving me for saving me today today say amen amen hallelujah amen are you excited about that God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.